which basically answers my follow-up to all of this was, you know, there's a lot of dealers and I, you probably hear this all the time. I hear it all the time. They go, Hey, well, you know, how do we compete against the Jiffy Lube or the whatever who have entire websites devoted to the services they offer? And so this puts them down that rabbit hole. And I don't know if this is a ploy by website provider to maybe get extra upsell website business out of them or whatever it is, but there, there seems to still be this dialogue happening about or this deliberation of do we put this all on our primary website or do we need a micro site or a, a focus site that is primarily about this and it kind of sounds like your take is now put this all on your primary well and it's funny you say that because we started um so kind of give you a little bit more background uh about the middle of last year uh we got introduced to a company that was out of Texas and they were uh, doing standalone service websites and SEO for their, for their dealerships down in that region. They were that a lot of, a lot of stores that were down there and that sort of thing. So uh, my partner and I drove or flew down there, you know, spent a couple days in, in, you know, behind closed door meetings and actually put together um, a new company. I mean, it was still fix ops digital, but now we absorbed, um, it, they were called drive service sites at the time and, and really took what they were doing from a foundational content delivery and SEO side and really kind of brought that into what we were doing from an SMP and conversion side to really bring a full solution to the to the dealerships. And, and what we found was by building this content and putting these services out on on the actual dealerships OEM website, we actually rank quicker and and uh, and more effectively than we could do at with any standalone site not to mention a lot of the OEMs aren't letting dealerships build standalone sites like Toyota things like that they're not you know they don't want people building off you know just r- going rogue and and doing their own sites when you know they're trying to mandate everything in terms of what provider you use you know that type yeah. of thing so there's definitely some politics in that right but but uh, sure. we looked at it and said hey if this is the way that we can go about it so what we do then is every one of those those specials or those services that we put on the service menu page, we build a piece of content behind it. So if a customer wants more information on a four-wheel alignment, for example, we're building them a service detail page, which would be no different than a vehicle detail page. But on the service side, giving them more information about that particular service, why, what to look for, why it's important to get it done. And then, oh, by the way, this is why you should come to the dealership to get it done maybe not to a third party, uh, independent, or even a, a competing store, you know, 20 miles away, that type of thing. So how, how much do you find? I mean, cause there's, let's be honest, there's still a lot of antiquated processes out there. Um, wh- how do you get around doing this? Cause I mean, there's, there's this disconnect and we've all felt it where, you know, digital provider comes in and says, hey, we're going to lasso the sun, the moon and the stars for you. <laughs> yeah. Not taking into consideration that maybe this dealer still has service processes that um, would make like, I don't know, like insert name of really old person yeah. <laughs> here. That That's like common for them. Um, and then they go, well, this doesn't work. How much of that is, well, guys, we, we need to also look at how you're doing the business in order to be able to bring you a, a solution that, you know, will will fit? Great question. Um, I'll say on the surface, we don't get a lot into the day-to-day operations. We do have a couple, um, you know, 
partners or strategic alliances with trainers and, and things like that, that if anybody needs any training, we can, we can bring people in and let them kind of handle that. Um, but one thing that we do do, and I think this kind of ties into that is we, we're not a cookie cutter company. We're not a one size fits all. One of our strategy, probably from my agency background, this has really made sense when we, when we really put this together because when we start working with a fixed ops director at a dealership or a dealership group, first off, they love us because now we have an actual partner that they can work with and, and, and drive, you know, what they want to get done from a, uh, from a, from an advertising standpoint. But more importantly, we, we really dig into the weeds and say, Hey, look, Mr. Dealer, what are your goals and what is your challenges? Because there's some people where they'll be like, I don't need another oil change ever because we are so booked and I can't seem to get more people through there anyways. But there's some people that say, Hey, we've got this brand new, just added a second express lube, you know, lane. And we really need to focus on getting more of those common services in there. Um, one of the things, and so that's where, you know, get, again, kind of just finish that. That's the fix ops director loves the fact that we, we get into his business, right? We say, Hey, what is, what are your goals? Where can you win some business and, and what can we do to help get that done? But to kind of take it a step further, we really focus on in a lot of cases is those late ownership services. You know, everybody's going after the oil change and the, and the batteries and the tire rotations, but very little people are talking about, you know, brake replacements and transmission flushes and engine, you know, maybe uh, AC performance checks, things that are going to maybe be a little later in ownership that we usually lose as a dealership community because when the warranty's up, guess where the customers run into? They're running to that independent. Yeah. So we're just trying to get that message out there early so customers know that that, that is available. And then um, for the dealership, it's a great thing because that's where the higher ROs are, right? That's where you make more money. That's where you can build that relationship or solidify that relationship that you've now built over the first couple of years that, uh, that turns into a conversation about maybe a trade. Or, hey, you know, we've got a $3,000 service bill. Why don't we go ahead and just waive that or just absorb that? And we're going to turn that into a, another car sale. And, and when you lose that customer in, in 36 months, you, you don't have that opportunity if you're not bringing them back in for some of those bigger services. So, so that's some of the things that we're doing maybe a little differently than, than I think that a lot of dealerships are used to because I think dealerships today are used to, hey, what's your product? What do you do? Okay, great. I'm going to put it in and, and now we're going to tell me how it works. You know, we don't right. go that route. We want to, we don't actually have those, con those deep conversations with the, with both the owner, the GM and, and, and the fix ops director, because everybody is obviously being uh, compensated on, on growth and on revenue. So. Hey, congratulations. You made it to the end of this little nugget of an episode of the Dealer Playbook podcast. Now, if you want to listen to the full episode, head on over to thedealerplaybook.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast player. That way you can get notified every time a new episode goes live. You can also stay up to date with everything DPB by connecting with me over on the Facebook page. All you have to do is search for the Dealer Playbook and then click like or follow. And then, of course, I'd love if you connect with me over on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Michael Cirillo. Now, stay tuned, because in another couple of days, I'm going to hit you with another full episode of the Dealer Playbook podcast. <laughs>